Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. No need for the calculator here, Poindexter. We're average Joes who are passionate fans. This is for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles Podcast. We are in... Are we week six or week seven? I think we're week seven. Lane, is that right? We're two and three, so it's week six for us, but it would be week seven for everybody else. For the college football, it's a bye week. We had an early bye week this go-round. We did. That's cool. It didn't do very, very good for us this year, um, but Yeah, it didn't work out so good, and uh, listeners, Chuck made a bet. It was Chuck's idea. I'm going to throw him under the bus here with <laughs> Troy. So, uh, with the Troy boys, and we lost. So uh, The Troy boys. So, yeah. Good guys, those guys are. And now we're going to have to play some build the wall. We're going to honor our bet. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. And we're not going to play it right now. That's right. But, but we're going to have to play that at yeah. the end of this episode. And so, Chuck, how's your week going? My week's going good, man. Uh, work's been busy, but uh, uh, there's been some buzz at the Pete, so that's been exciting. Um, I'm ready for some baseball. Yeah, man. Matt Adams, uh, reading his stat line today was something else, man. Said 92 yeah. to 95 with, you know, 21, 24 vertical inches of break on his fastball. That's special. And Etzel, your boy Etzel. You called this for yeah, Chuck man, back I did, in the season. I did. Your boy Etzel, he's uh he's raking right now. He he's crushing mm-hmm. the ball, so I, I'm 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 anxious to see what he does. I really Yeah, am. I read it right. His average exit velocity today was over a hundred. Yeah, it was triple digits. That's impressive. So very impressive. Yeah, um, Lane, are you excited about postseason baseball, man? We, I know this is a college well, uh, podcast. You know, but... I'm excited, but I I hope I'm really excited when this podcast drops, but as we're recording right now, the Braves just lost game one. So okay, that part's seven a, to six. Yeah, that part's a little disappointing, but yeah. We came back though, it was seven to one at one point. It was ugly. It was. What uh and you know, I don't know if y'all heard, but Nick Sandlin uh had a little shoulder strain, so he didn't get to make the, the postseason roster after that wild card game that marathon oh he didn't that he helped yeah that he helped uh win but uh he's one of their more reliable pitchers too it kind of he is me. they didn't put him on that list he's been good well it's because of because of his injury yeah 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 that's it i know it no reason to take an injured a player because he can't play yeah yeah but uh you have got let's get back to football i guess you know, I'm a I'm a baseball guy, so I can talk about oh, yeah. year All round. Right. Yeah. But uh you've got an interesting guest for us tonight. So I'm gonna let I you do. introduce him. I do, man. I pulled in, he's one of my really good friends. I've known him for several years now. And guys, I basically pulled in a, a person who grew up a Southern Miss fan, is still a Southern Miss fan. However, he played football for Arkansas State. So he has some loyalty ties. To the team that he played for there and so i'm uh i brought him on today to talk to us a little bit about arkansas state and southern miss so guys welcome my good buddy adam gaspin to the show welcome, welcome adam. adam hey 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 
How y'all doing? We're good, We're man. Good, man. Excited to have yep. you on. Wolves up, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Now look, I'm glad to be on. This is a fun thing. Um, I, I, I've known Lane a long time, and I'm sorry. Uh, I, I guess, I guess probably I don't know, probably about the last five years. Yeah, and I had to deal with him, but he's been a good buddy of mine. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man. What were you, uh, Adam? Were you part of the Nerd Outreach Program or something, man? Is that why you and Lane hey, became uh, friends? Chuck's got no. Go. Uh, I, I was actually. <laughs> I was actually part of like the jock outreach, so uh, like, I, I, I kind of took him under my wing. You know what I mean? Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm just messing with you, Lane. You know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think we met at like a cookout at my house one time. Like my wife and Adam's wife were friends, and then they came to a cookout, and he came over and started talking. That's right. and mentioned he liked he liked football, and we got along instantly after that. So. I like football. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. pretty that's much it. all it takes. I, I like football. To be that's You're a coach. I like football. I play football. Yeah, we're we're gonna be friends. Yeah, pretty, Did we just become best buds? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much all it takes. I'm a simple guy when it comes down to it. So, but uh, but no, but yeah, and and, and you know, Adam, uh, you know, people going into the show and stuff like people mess with you. I'm sure you're hearing it all week this week. Who you cheering for Saturday and stuff? I would think Southern Miss fans above everybody else should know you cheer for the school you went to, right? I'm assuming you'll be wearing red at the at, at the Rock tomorrow. Oh yeah, actually, actually, technically Scarlet, Scarlet, oh, Scarlet. And black. If that, if that, if that, <laughs> I, I will be wearing Scarlet and black. Um, but I mean, it's it's a no lose situation. I'm, I really, I do want Arkansas State to win. I mean that's my team. That's who I play for. That's that's who I root for. But if they don't, it's not the end of the world either. Yeah. So and guys, when I say he's gonna, a Southern a, Miss fan, I mean he doesn't miss a game. He's wearing black and gold at Pete all baseball season. He's a you know he's at the Rock every Saturday. So he's a true fan who just has a second team that he played for that he became a big fan of because he played there. So. We can understand that, I would think. We can. We can understand so, uh So anyway, Adam, we we like to ask our guests a couple questions here. Um, my sure. first one is, what makes you an everyday eagle? So why did what what caused you to become a Southern Miss fan to begin with? Oh gosh, um, that's an easy question. Uh, man, I've I've grown up in Hattiesburg. Um, growing up, uh, Southern Miss was my team. Like that's that me and my dad. Uh, we went to, I mean, we went to Penn, Happy Valley when Lee Roberts played there in 98. Uh, we went to uh, Berkeley when, you know, is I think it was Mickey D'Angelo, actually, at Dustin Allman, that whole that whole fiasco. What year was it, 2002, 2003? Yeah, something like that, that was around that. Um, we got beat 34-2. to We went up 2-0, and we were like, we're going to win this game. And then uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and uh, – and then Aaron Rodgers and um, Marshawn Lynch, and wasn't it? Marshawn Lynch promptly scored thirty four unanswered, yeah. and we lost thirty four two. But it was a fun game. But anyway, we we um I have I have grown up a Southern Miss fan. I didn't miss the game. Um, growing up, uh, the, the first game I actually missed was at the Rock. Uh, I had actually was sick. My dad went. He was like, "You want me to go?" I was like, "Yeah, go. You go." It was when uh, David Gerard played Southern Miss in a freaking monsoon yeah. down in uh, at Southern Miss. We we got beat. I was watching on 
I was listening to it. My dad was at the game. I was listening to it, and I was like, dang. I wish I was there anyway. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's why I'm a Southern Miss fan. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Southern Miss fan. I've rooted for him um, my whole life. Baseball, football. Uh, when I went, you know, of course, when I went to Arkansas State between 07 and 10, uh, 11, I guess 10 and 11, you know, it, my, my loyalty definitely changed in a different direction football-wise. Right. But still baseball, um, you know, baseball, I've been a Southern Miss fan my whole life. Yeah. And uh, I go to I, – I, I try to go to the feet as much as I can, root on those guys as much as I can. So that's my everyday Eagle story there, guys. I got awesome. you. Awesome. Well, what's your favorite Southern Miss moment? Southern Miss moment. I'll tell you what. I would have to say Because I know a, I know a right. personal – so we ask everybody what their favorite moment is. But, listeners, I think there's another story I think I would rather hear here. Uh, what's Uh-oh. the most memorable moment you've had? Maybe did you ever play against the Eagles? Yeah, has Arkansas State ever? So they have played against Southern Miss. Yes, yes. Okay. What's your memorable moment memorable against Southern moment. Miss here? This is not, honestly, guys, this is not a good memorable moment, but it is a memorable moment. You know, uh, we have played, I think, Arkansas State. I don't know the exact times. I know we played them in 2005. Uh, uh, New Orleans Vault Lafayette. That was during Hurricane Katrina. Funny story about that is I was down rooting for Southern Miss before I went to Arkansas State. Um, and we won. Uh, and then we freshman at the Rock, Larry Fedora's, I believe, first year. Is that correct? Fact check me there. Yeah, uh, but, um, I think it, it might have been. I think it was. 2008 was Fedora's. But anyway, most memorable moment with me playing against the Eagles was when they played in 08. They were down there, and I just wanted to beat them. I did. I wanted to beat them so bad. <laughs> so uh, we had a good team that year. We um, 2008, Arkansas State, uh, we went. Uh, we started out 2-0. and We beat Mississippi Valley State the first game. And then we went to, I believe it was, it was either the first or second game. We beat Texas A&M in, in um, College Station, uh, 18-14. So we came back to Jonesboro feeling great. And we saw Southern Miss on the schedule. We said, oh, we're going to beat these guys. I saw Southern Miss on the schedule. I said, we're really going to beat these guys, boys. So I was pumped that game. It was rainy. It was nasty. It was bad. Um, it was a back and forth game. I like, I, honestly, I think it's going to be really, 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 really close to what, uh, this week's going to be, um, as far as back and forth. It was, you know, Southern Miss would go and score a touchdown. We would score a touchdown. They kick a field goal. We kick a field goal. They would, uh, you know, get a, uh, get a stop. We'd get stopped. Um, but it got down into the fourth quarter, um, into the third, first to fourth. And it was, uh, yeah, it was an easy kick. Uh, it was it was probably seventeen seventeen, and uh, we uh, we went out there. It was a little wet, a little rainy, a little moist. I was amped. I snapped it. I, I swear it was probably the hardest snap I've ever snapped on extra point. It was stupid, and <laughs> it went through the freaking hunter's uh, hand, and it went probably it went it went probably twenty yards. And, oh. and as a snapper, you know, 
You don't want to be recognized for anything. All you want to hear is a, all you want to hear is a cheer, like snap good, <laughs> pick up, cheer. When I when I snapped that ball, all I heard was a ooh, and I was like, oh shoot, why shoot, shoot, shoot. So 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 I turned around. <laughs> that was that was definitely the the the, the that PG was the version. PG version, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I turned around and I looked, and, and uh, we had our punter and punter, good friend of mine, not naming any names, but he was a high school quarterback. Thought he could pick it up. He's going to pick it up and save the game. He picked it up, got smoked by I don't know who it was, and they returned it down to like the two yard line. Long story short, they scored a touchdown. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and by they you mean Southern Miss. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, those were the glory days when yeah, we, we could make touchdowns. We actually, we actually got an opportunity to come back. We we kicked. We we came back and scored, and uh, kicked the field goal, and we got an opportunity to drive down there and you know win the game, and um, it just didn't happen. We had we threw a late pick, but it was uh. That was a that was a that was a that was a pretty uh, dark day in Adam Gaston history. <laughs> but it's all good now. Well, man. can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up at Arkansas State? Yeah, I will. Being a Southern Miss fan in Hattiesburg. Yeah. Um. To be honest, man, Southern Southern Miss was my school. That's where I was going to go to school at. Um, I was already enrolled there going into the. Uh, I guess it'd be 2017 year, or not 17, 2007 year. Um, I was snapping with uh, Stephen Daigle. I don't know if you, y'all remember him. He was a long snapper with. Uh, yeah. He snapped with uh, Luke Johnson, uh, Britt Barefoot, uh, that crew. Um, yeah. And I was snapping out there with Southern. Couple with, of good punters. Yeah. yeah, 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 and uh, and uh, you know, Coach Bauer, he just he just didn't believe in signing a. Uh, long snapper. He 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 liked to get them walk on, prove themselves, and uh, and then once they proved themselves, he would sign them. But it, whatever, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So you followed the money and the scholarship, and Arkansas State came night. It was late, late in the signing process. It was May, and uh, Coach Curtis, he would. I think he he might be a defense coordinator at Georgia Southern in some belt now. I, I believe he is. Um, he came up and coach and asked Coach Barr. He said, "Hey, you guys got any long snappers that can sign next year?" And Coach Barr, he said, "Well, we got one this year. He hadn't signed yet. He he's got some. He he got a couple offers that he didn't. He turned down and um, he's walking on Southern Miss because that's just his dream and." Uh, he said, let me talk to him. Let me just talk to him. I said, okay. So we, he, he talked to me. He said, let me, let me, let me, let me write you, let me bring you up on a visit. So I came, I went up on a visit. Me and my dad went up on a visit. Ma'am, when you get past Memphis, going into Jonesboro, there ain't nothing but corn, rice fields, uh, <laughs> corn fields, and cotton fields. I said, dad, we ain't going here, brother. We ain't doing it. And, uh, Long story short, um, they offer me, and 
it was it it, it it i don't know arkansas state at that point in my life and everything they they made me felt they they, they made me feel like they wanted me where southern miss at that point said you know if, if you come great if you're not whatever so i went i went ahead and went with arkansas state and it was a good decision i enjoyed it it was a good it was a fun experience can you tell us a little bit about uh-huh. Arkansas State, like the campus, the experience there and all? Yeah, Did you, yeah absolutely. Like, what's it, is it kind of like a Hattiesburg sure. feel sure, sure. in Arkansas? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, uh, it's about, uh, it's about 50, 60, 70,000 people in Ar- Jonesboro. I mean, it's just like Hattiesburg. It really is. Um, the, the Arkansas State itself is the same population about, 12 to 15,000 students. Um, the stadium seats about, I think it's 30. They expanded a little bit, but they, they expanded, but they actually struck just a, a quality experience of the stadium. So it, it seats about 32,000. Um, the actual stadium is Centennial Bank Stadium. Um, but it, it's very, very similar to, Ar- to Southern Miss. Um, so I think I'll, that, that came into factor with my decision and going there, I was like, well, this is almost, I mean, it has a Turtle Creek mall, a Temple Baptist church. I'm like, this is, I was like, this is Hattiesburg. It has a six flag over yeah, Jesus. Not, not quite six flag over Jesus, but, but it, it does have oh, Temple okay. Baptist church, but, um, it's very close. Okay. It's very close. It's a good city. It's a fun city. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good place to, to go to school at for sure. Cool. Cool. And uh, and you mentioned it to me earlier. What was your what What's your best moment playing college ball at Arkansas State? What was Did you have any huge moment that stood out above the others? Yeah, I'll tell you one moment. Um, it's pretty it's pretty obvious here. I um, mean, I um, it was my true freshman year. I, I was I was uh, I was able to go in and and play my true freshman. Uh, you know, so I played at Arkansas. I played at uh, Oak Grove. You know, we play. I think we played South State that year. We got beat by Meridian, of course. Which I don't like Meridian, but anyway, that's another story for another day. That happened day. a lot back then. Um, <laughs> it did, didn't it? It did. So, um, yeah, uh, it that was in that was in November um, of two thousand and six, uh, and of course, I signed. Y'all know I signed in two thousand seven. So I went up there for for fall camp and and was able to uh, earn the starting position as long snapper well my first game as a long snapper in division one was in 2007 against the texas longhorns and that's what that's when they were good i mean they were they had uh who they have on that team uh quan quan crosby um colt mccoy that whole crew uh uh yeah you know that they were good so we got down there and uh we kicked a field goal early. They score. We kicked a field goal, and uh, the the second possession was uh, they kicked off after they kicked. They scored a touchdown, and I don't know what our freaking return man was doing. He couldn't make his mind up. I guess he was confused. Um, he came out. He brought the ball out to about the half yard line, and then went back, and then he brought it out again, and then he got tackled at about two yard line. Um, long story short, we got a false start. We didn't make any yards the next two plays. So my first snap, long snap, as a uh, 
Division One snapper was on the half yard line of Texas, <laughs> and I had to uh, man. Um, that, he played in Nebraska. I blocked Nadamika too at Nebraska, but uh, Brian Arakpo, he was a defensive end for the uh, you know Washington uh, Redskins, and uh, he was lined up over me. I was like, "This dude's gonna kill me. He's gonna die. I'm, I'm gonna die. Like, this is my first time. I'm gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but anyway, I, I was I was able to block him. Was good snap, good block, um, and I went down there and I actually made a tackle on my first play. As a Division One athlete on a uh, on a punt, I, I made the tackle. So that was probably my there you go. Um, in 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 college, it was it was really fun. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, we got us a fun guest tonight. We're gonna get some insight on Arkansas State. But first, we got to. Uh, unfortunately, we got to unwrap this game that happened last week. So. <laughs> Yeah, y'all ready to get on into the holy cow segment? Oh, I guess. Holy cow! So I'll go first with holy cow, and and I feel like I'm picking ho- low hanging fruit here with uh, Brownlee, but uh, I, I think he would have 157 yards receiving, 150 something. It was 105. Uh, oh, 105! Wow, it was a five. Wilkie threw. You, you. Wil- Wilkie threw for 150, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't think Brownlee had his best game. Um and so I think he could have gotten more. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's um I mean Troy defense is it's really good. That was their strength coming into the game. We all knew that. Um but for Brownlee to still get over a hundred yards um receiving and a touchdown, I I don't know who else you could give a a, a holy cow to, so Let's uh let's see what our boy Adam says. Tells, Adam, who well, do you think? This tells you the impact of Brownlee. I want to speak on Brownlee for right. a second. Yeah, here's Brownlee's impact. So, the second leading receiver on the team was a running back. Janari Dean had three catches. Wow. Okay, I'm talking in terms of receptions. Jason Brownlee had twelve. Uh, <laughs> so he had four times the amount of catches as the next guy who second, is yeah. the second most guy. So that tells you how how much we leaned on him on uh last Saturday. Sure. So, Which I think is a good thing and a bad thing because I mean like if you double team Brownlee, um well, that takes Well that's me, what's that caused Caston to have his third this season, yeah. I feel. Yeah. So Right. All right. Adam. Who was your holy cow? What player this past weekend made you go, holy cow? Well, as y'all can tell, the game was not great for Southern Miss. 27-10. Right. Uh, there wasn't a lot of highlights. Brownlee did a really, really, really good job. I will give him that. He was a playmaker, and when they when they gave it to him, he um, he did what he needed to do, but he just wasn't enough for the you know for them to win. So my holy cow. Is going to be the special teams unit. Me being a long snapper, I got to give love to my boys on the special team. <laughs> you got uh, you got Mason Hunt, man. That dude, they punted a lot. Five punts. Uh, yeah. He he had over <laughs> two hundred thirty yards worth of punts. Um, Forty six yards average uh, per punt. You can't ask any better for that. That's a net, by the way. Um, 
he had two inside the twenty. I think I think he might have had one or two. I think he had one inside the ten, maybe. Um, I'm not a hundred sure about yeah. that. Uh, and and his longest fifty six yards. I mean that that's just killing it. Like he, you, you can't ask. That's flipping the script. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They de- um, Mason Hunt. Mason Hunt definitely um, changed field position and made it hard for Troy to uh, score. Um, also, I got to give it to my boy Briggs. Briggs Bourgeois. Bourgeois. I'm sorry. Bourgeois. That's right. I have yeah. Right. Man, he had he had a field goal and an extra point. That's four points. They only scored ten. So he got over a, a, a third of the, the, the points scored. So <laughs> there you go. So like you, you, go. you can't you can't go wrong with the special teams. I mean, there it really is a uh, it makes or break team in close games. And but in this game, True. they they really did a really good job, and I'm I'm really proud of the special team. A wise man once said, "Punters are people too." That's right. Punters are people too. That'd be yeah. Luke Johnson. Punters, punters are people too, and uh, kickers are just kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I said that too. <laughs> yeah. I said kickers are just weird. Yeah. I said it on kickers the thing. Yeah. And long snappers, as we've seen with Adam, they're just normal dudes. Hey, so oh, I'm, okay. I'm just here to chill, man. That's all I got to do. They're normal dudes <laughs> who snap a ball fast and hope it's not high. That's that's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that leaves me with a holy cow player of the week, and I'm gonna say holy cow, Jay Stanley. Uh, Jay Stanley, mm. he he's a defensive player for us. He had nine total tackles, one interception, and a pass breakup. Uh, to me, he was kind of the highlight of the defense. He played well. Um, he did play well. He had a good night. Uh, a close runner up. I'll tell you what, if y'all don't mind, I'll just jump into the notables on all the other yeah. runner ups. So I've got defense pulled up right now. A close runner-up for me would have been Dominic Kiwan. He had two sacks. So that's impressive and a pass breakup. Uh, another one, Santrell Latham had 10 total tackles. Um, and so Who was the other defensive player that had an interception? Was it Harrell? It was uh, the other interception was Cam Harrell. Yep. Cam Harrell. Yeah. And Cam Harrell, had a, he had a tackle for loss too. So. Uh, we had some defensive players do some notable things during the game. Um, for sure. No, they, they, even they, wise, definitely, not... they definitely kept Southern Miss in the game. The defense did. They did. They did. For 100%. They did. And that's what, that's kind of been our MO this season. You know, defense kind of keeps mm-hmm. us in the game so the offense can, can get it rolling. Sure. Unfortunately, we just didn't get it rolling enough. Rolling. Well, I feel like every time we got something rolling, we were called back on a penalty. Yeah, we had a lot of penalties. It had a feel like Blake. that to it, like yeah. just sloppy penalties. You know, it yeah. had that feel to it. Um, some I agreed with, and some I didn't. Yeah, though, sure. So. I mean, as far as receivers go, we already mentioned the next one had three catches. Uh, Latrell Jones had two for twenty-one. I mean, just not not a ton to look at with receivers there. Frank Gore, he had 15 carries for uh, 67 total yards. They didn't. I, I feel like they didn't utilize him much. Like, yeah, with Frank Gore, he averaged like, four and a half per carry. I know, but like, you got He's a good back. Like he he he's a strong back. He runs. He gets a lot of yards. I mean, with I yeah. feel like Southern Miss in that game 
should have played more of a possession type game rather than try to score and throw throw the ball. If you if you yeah. if you take if you take possessions away from Troy, I mean it's the same way when we played at Arkansas State. You take possessions away from Troy, you got a better chance of winning. And, yeah, um, they and their quarterback. Yeah, their quarterback. Troy boys talked to us about their quarterback. You know, they played yeah. Deggy, and he he had a pretty good day. Uh, quarterback play on our end, Wilkie. You know, when you look at the stat line, he was nineteen for thirty five for one hundred and fifty seven yards, one touchdown, three picks. Um, you know, it's probably his worst outing he's had this season. Oh, no doubt. But it was bad. It was yeah. Good. It, I mean, the underlying number here, though, to look at, in my opinion, and you know that, again, our guests last week warned us about their pass rush. To me, mm-hmm. remember, Wilkie's a freshman. You know, he's going to have his ups and downs. we got to be patient with him. Sure. But he got sacked five times. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that that's was, a pretty um, good – and That's Lane, a lot of sacks. And Lane, in Lane, that um, just watching the little bit I did, that was the first. I mean, I watched him at Miami. He he played really good at Miami. He played good, of course, against Northwestern and Tulane. But that was the first time I saw Wilkie look like a true freshman. He he was he was rattled. He looked a little rattled. And uh, yeah, and it, it. Well, he had some big guys coming at him pretty oh, quick. I, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No too. doubt. Yeah. And, I think, uh, I think gr- it's safe to say that was the best pass rush we've seen this season. So far, I would agree. I mean, Even they, over Miami. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Better than what – like, he was well protected against Tulane. We've already raved about that. And I think our offensive line play to this point this season has been good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say – Offensive line was terrible or anything. I just think it's more of a testament to how good Troy is at putting pressure on the quarterback. And the Troy boys told us last week on the podcast that they did it to everybody this season. They said they they lit up Ole Miss's quarterback. They lit up everybody. You know, they just their their pass rush is good. And uh, yeah. in this case, I think they got to our freshman a little bit. I think he'll be fine. He seems. He seems like a well composed kid. I'm I'm not hitting the panic button or anything. It just you know, it was a bad game. Let's you know, uh, you gotta talk, talk it up, up move it that. on, yeah. Kind of flush it, move on to the next one. So is there anything else y'all wanna say? I saw I got on this as we just That's it. We just ran into a good football team and they outplayed us. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. And move and, on. Like you said, chalk it up to a bad game. Chalk it up to a uh a good learning experience for Wilkie. Absolutely. And, yeah. And uh, uh, I say hope, not really hope, because we're playing Arkansas State this week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, he, if he can learn. Can I hope learn. he comes out with a chip on his shoulder. Our listeners will hope. That, <laughs> our listeners will hope. Uh, it was a one-time deal. Listeners will hope he'll learn from that pass rush and learn, you know, to throw the ball away or just take a sack. Don't, don't try to force anything, which he did. Um, I guess story. Yeah. So it's a learn. All right. Well, you guys ready to move on to the can't wait and start talking about Arkansas State week? Let's do it. Can't wait. Well, since I took over with a uh, holy cow, I'll start us off with can't wait too. Um, it's homecoming week. I don't know if we said that already on the podcast, but we got some old friends coming into town. We got some new friends coming into town. 
And uh, I'm excited to see some of the old people, the old football team and the Dixie Darlings, some of the band members that are coming back for homecoming. Um, I'm excited to see The Rock loud, and I hope there's some butts in the seats or in the stands. Um, I'm just I'm ready to see what homecoming brings. Homecoming's always a special time uh, for Southern Miss, and uh, I'm excited to experience that once again. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you mentioned the butts in the seats thing. We talked about this on the podcast the other day about how. I think it was when we had Harley on, we were talking about how exciting it'd be to beat Troy and come in here with all this momentum and load up the rock right. and all that stuff. But I hope one bad outing versus Troy doesn't derail that. It should still be packed. The true the true fans will be there. And I'm I'm calling you out. If you don't show up, you're not a true fan. Yeah, so. I mean it it should be it should still be packed for our guys, man. Uh yeah. All right. So Adam. What about this weekend and this game tomorrow makes you say, I can't wait to see it? I can't wait to see this game because the Red Wolves are coming to Hattiesburg. It's um it's it's a fun time. I mean this this is this is a special game when when uh Southern Miss uh uh joined the conference a couple or well, I guess it was last year and they decided to come this year as far as, you know, football members. I saw it. I saw that game on the schedule. I circled it. I highlighted it. I got buddies coming down from Arkansas State. We got friends coming down from Arkansas State. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's it's just it's just I, one thing. I don't have to travel six hours to watch watch them play. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, but like you said, I, I I really I really do hope Southern Miss fans come out for homecoming and make and make it a really 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 fun atmosphere for for both teams. It's, because both teams, whether you're a home team or a away team, um, when I played, you feed off of that energy. Um, you know, you do. Um, as far as the home team feeds off the big crowd, and and then and then when you go out there and shut them up, you feed off of the the quietness. So, um, it's it, it. I hope I hope I hope I hope people come out and support. Uh, I know I know. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I'm gonna ask you a question, but finish what you're I know, saying. I um, know. I know. You know, Arkansas State tends to uh, tends to uh, travel well. I, I I expect them to bring probably five thousand people, six thousand people here um, Saturday. Um, oh, wow. They they do well. They really do. Um, but what what you got? What was that question? So I got kind of a two question uh, thing here. One, um, why are y'all? What is a red wolf exactly? It's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he was an Indian. He hey, wasn't a red hey, when, I, when I first went up there, I was an Indian. And then. It, oh, they changed yeah, the name. We, okay. we didn't have the money to pay him off like Florida State. But. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, I, a part two to that question is if you're a red wolf, why are your colors scarlet? Because that was the Indian colors and we just kept it. <laughs> okay. But a red wolf is actually and a, supposedly red wolf. Supposedly, when we went through the change at Arkansas State, uh, a red wolf is uh, native to the Arkansas area, like not may, maybe not northeast Arkansas, but in the mountains of Arkansas, the Ozarks. I didn't even know there was a red wolf. Yes, there there's actually a species of red wolf um, somewhere up there. But um, the did more you, ever you know, see them? no, no. When you were in Arkansas? All I saw was a bunch of uh, mosquitoes. 
<laughs> that wolf on Yellowstone isn't in red. It's like white. Right. <laughs> Those mosquitoes are carrying Well, the off. Arkansas Red Bulls rolls off the tongue a little bit better than the Arkansas white mosquitoes. Hey, the, 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 I don't know. I kind of like the mosquitoes. The, the, fun, the funny thing is, like, that was a option. It was a mosquito. When we changed our name, it was the Red Wolves. The A-State Express, because we have a, 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 a train track that runs through campus. Um, the Ardbark, that was an actual. <laughs> The Aardvark was an actual name. That had to be a joke. It must have been. Would you have decommitted and tra- would you have transferred if y'all had become the Aardvarks? Yeah. Let me let me say. I would have definitely. <laughs> I would have it. definitely transferred <laughs> if I didn't have to sit out a year like it was now. <laughs> but anyway, we we went up with the Red Wolves and it worked out great and and it, it's a good it's a good mascot. Okay, I dig yeah. it, I dig it. All right, Lane, what's your can't wait? I'm going to talk about some specific matchups here. Um, I'm going to go over some stats here. That's kind of no. what the stat guy does. Yeah. But Lane's going to talk stats? I'm looking at these games that Arkansas State has played. That's bad. And I feel like the stat line is ridiculously skewed all the way across the board. Like, it's hard to even get a feel for them by just looking at stats, which it's good that we got somebody here who's actually kept up with them this season because Adam can actually tell me what's what's the true underlying story behind these numbers because Arkansas State this season, here is the tale of the Red Bulls, okay? All right, so Arkansas State this season blew out Grambling State to start the year. Expect. I mean, I'm talking – Blew them out like disrespectful. Beat them fifty-eight to three. Yeah. Blew them out. That, that's expected. Nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next week, Arkansas State lines up and goes up to Ohio State and gets beat forty-five to twelve. Which, in fairness, a lot of people lose to Ohio State. Yeah. So Ohio State was number two in the country at the time. I think they still are. They are. Um. So. Week three, Arkansas State travels to a good Memphis team and loses a close game, forty-four to thirty-two. That was one. Week four, Arkansas. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Week four, Arkansas State travels to ODU, oh. and we all know what ODU has done this year. They've already upset one big team, and they've been good this season in the conference. ODU beats them by a field goal. Then Arkansas State gets to host Monroe. Beats them pretty handily, and then go and then host James Madison, who's number twenty-five in the country now. Who we all know about James Madison, and because James I've Madison, told you about them, they're good. Yeah, they're good. James James Madison beat them forty-two to twenty. So the problem is this: Arkansas State has either beaten handily a team that they're obviously better than, or they've lost to a team that is expected to to beat them. It's not like they've played any. Honestly, I think this might be the most evenly matched game Arkansas State's played this year, other than maybe ODU. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, It's hard to read it because everything feels like yeah, that should have been a blowout this way. That was a blowout the other way. You know, like it's That's good all point. the games have been almost. That's a good point, obvious. Um, and I and I and if if you don't mind me to interject there for a little bit, yeah, go ahead. Um, I've watched. Let's see. I've watched every game. I was up there for the Grambling. It was boring. You, you beat you beat them like you should, like Southern Miss beat Northwestern State like they should. Um, and then 
we went to uh, Ohio State. We get beat. That, that we, we weren't expecting to beat them. I was actually pretty close at halftime. It was twenty-four to nine at halftime. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. They they just they just passed on us. Um, so I, I, I throw, throw Ohio State out. I that that's they we're not going to beat them unless yeah. something happens and every one of their starters get hurt. Um, yeah, but oh, ODU, I watched that game. I was so frustrated. We went. We were up twelve nothing. We were up. We were up twenty. I can't remember twenty three. We were up by three. Yeah, we we're up twenty one. Twenty three to twenty one. Um, they they scored within in the last. I think they scored on a pick six. James um uh, James Blackman threw a four four ball. That's how they won. So, uh, we played really good. Really good. We competed. For ODU, um, Memphis. We were up thirty-two to thirty-one with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, we blew that game. Um, so, uh, Arkansas State's a, a very, 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 very competitive team. They've they've been in every game they've won. They played even at, J, at James Madison in the in the late in the third quarter is twenty-eight twenty, so eight-point game. Uh, we just we made, yeah. we made a few mistakes. Uh, uh, late there with the, with turnovers and and some and some bad defensive plays uh, that that cost us that game. Um, not cost us, but really got us out of that game. So um, yeah, they were um, two and four. Uh, actually, if they would just would have played like they could have, it, they could be three and three uh, easily, four and two. Um, but um, they they're competitive. They played hard. They fight to the end, and um, Butch Jones actually has got him going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. So some of the Kate Wait matchups I'm looking to see now would be uh, our defensive line versus their offensive line. That's one matchup I can't wait to see, and the reason why is uh, when you look at it, Arkansas State this season has given up 19 sacks. Yes, yeah, going to be they played. Yeah, and Southern Miss has only given up eight, or I mean eleven. So um, we've given up eleven so far on the season. Uh, wait, let me look at this. Yeah, we've given up eleven on the season so far. Arkansas State uh, again has given up nineteen sacks this season. I think that's an area, especially with our D line being an advantage in most of our games, being our strength in most of our games. I think that's one area that we can we can possibly gain an advantage in that we can gain a gain an edge in is by getting pressure on the quarterback and guys we need to get pressure on him because the quarterback James Blackman is completing 68% of his passes for 1459 yards nine touchdowns and one pick he's oh, pretty about, good I, yeah he he's been he's been really good this year he has yeah he's pretty good. he transferred from Florida state right yeah he was a Florida yeah. State guy. Yeah. Yeah. He transferred in from Florida State. And so uh they've got a pretty special trigger puller back there playing quarterback for him at Arkansas State. So one big key to the game and something I can't wait to see is can our defensive line uh take advantage of an offensive line that's already given up sixteen sacks and try to force some bad decisions out of black and that's force right. some force some sacks, maybe, you know, say uh, you know, 
copy the uh, same format that got to Wilkie last week. So sure. that's one thing I'd like to see. The next one is our running game. I'd like to see us get our running game going versus Arkansas State's defense. All right, so keep in mind now, I already said, the numbers are a little skewed, so they've played some pretty explosive offensive teams, but um, in the run game, they've given up over 1,000 yards to their opponents. Actually, they've given up literally 1,001 yards total. Um, by comparison, Southern Miss has only given up 881. Now, Arkansas State has played one more game than we have, too, so that's another way these numbers are a little bit skewed. Uh, but you know, I think I think this is an opportunity to try to get Frank Gore involved, and that's something we need to do is get Gore involved. Uh, we already mentioned he had pretty – he was averaging four and a half yards per carry against Troy, so he was one of the bright spots. We just couldn't really get the ball in his hands enough. So I'm, I can't wait to see what Frank Gore does against this Arkansas State defense. And so that was my other can't wait, really. Uh, and that's the two. And to me, those are the two keys this week for us is, number one, get pressure on Blackman with our defensive line. And number two, get Frank Gore Jr. going to take a little pressure off of Zach Wilkins. You know, the freshman, we trust him. I still think he's a special football player. I think he's an elite athlete uh, and, and a guy that we can rally behind for a while. But... um it sure would go a long way after a after a after his worst outing he's had. It would go a long way to have a big running game, uh, rocking and rolling right next to him this week. That'd go a long way for his confidence. So, um, uh, so Eagle fans going to the game. I always love to give us guys in particular to look for on Arkansas State's roster. I'm going to name off some guys. And, Adam, I want you to talk about these guys a little bit. You already talked about Blackman already. Number one, the quarterback. So, quarterback's yeah. number one, James Blackman, good football player. He is. Uh, so, now, let's go to the run game here. Adam, tell us about these two guys, number four, Brian Sneed, and number two, Johnny Lane, because they both seem like they just tag-team that whole thing. They do. It's kind of it's kind of running back by committee. Um, I, I honestly, the the little bit or not the little bit the the for what I've watched watched them, um, you Southern Miss is going to see more of Johnny Lang. Um, he's a little more dynamic. Um, Johnny Lang's number two. Yeah, and he uh, he he runs a little harder to me. He he runs north and south a little better. Um, he's he's kind of like a. Uh, I don't want to compare him to like a Darren Stroll, but like he, he he's like a he's like a do everything type of back. Um, he 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 takes punt, he takes uh, kickoffs against Lafayette. Oh, not Lafayette Monroe. UL Monroe. I was there at the game. Um, he kicked a he 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 returned a ninety eight yard touchdown return. It was dynamic. It was which it, it changed the whole dynamics of the game. Um, so I think you'll see. Uh, Johnny Lang take most of the run. Um, Need he's he's really good coming out of the backfield. I mean, you you get that little out route, you get a screen, and um, he can really he can really he can really uh, take advantage of that. Um, that's one thing that I'm looking at as far as the defense of Southern. 
they're really they are a really 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 aggressive defensive line. They got some big guys up front. They they try to come after you and and just take you down. Um, yeah. Arkansas State, if they utilize the screen game, um, I think they could do really 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 well with those two backs. All right. So that's what you need to be looking for. Snead is four and Johnny Lang is two. Uh, now on the receiving end. Um, oh, yeah, we're good there. <laughs> on the, yeah, on the receivers we're end. We're solid. Yeah, there's, there's several good ones. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of depth here. There's a lot of dudes with over 10 catches. You've got one, two, three, four, five. So it seems like Blackman's pretty much distributing the ball well, one of them being Johnny Lang out of the backfield. Yeah, uh, sure. but it looks to me like the leading receiver from what you can see right here would be, uh, I'm, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Sado Traore. Traore. He's a good guy. Um, Traore does a good job down threat, go route, um, slant in the middle of the field. He's a big back. Uh, oh, not big back, a big receiver. Um, he, he can go up and, and, and take the ball away from, um, Defensive back. That's number eighteen, Treori. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Champ Flemings is another one. I love. I his like Champ. I like Champ. Yeah. He's good. Number I mean, seven. He, yeah, he's a uh, he is a uh, transfer from Oregon State. A little dude. I mean, he's he's five seven. He's probably he probably weighs. Uh, the program says five seven, and the program says one hundred and ninety pounds. He probably weighs one hundred seventy. But man. That dude, he is shifty. Like he 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 can he he can make a man missing in uh, open field for sure. Absolutely. And then the other one I'm seeing here that right. appears to be the bit best one to me. Well, you got two of them. You got Jeff Foreman, number fourteen. Mm-hmm. He's got two touchdowns, and then you got Tavalian Tunt, number ten. Mm-hmm. He's got two touchdowns also. So they. You guys have really distributed the ball well to these receivers, sure. man. Like, you can't really get a beat on who the – like, Southern Miss is pretty obvious. Jason Brownlee's getting the football. Or <laughs> you know, but, One of the two. But, with, yeah. But with Arkansas State, I mean, shoot, guys, there's five or six dudes here with over 10 catches. and That's right. Several of them have two touchdowns. And so, you know, it's – you're going to see a lot of receivers getting the – again, it goes back to this. You know, you can't really key on one receiver. So, can we rush these throws right. with our defensive main, line? And the main thing um, – and, Chuck, if you have anything to say, the main thing about this game is going to going to be if Arkansas State can protect James Blackman. And if James yeah. Blackman is protected, he will distribute the ball to a lot of different receivers, and it's going to be a really, really hard time, you know, stopping the pass. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Was there anything else we want to say about the Arkansas State game before we move on into Pickums? I don't have anything. That's nothing. That's, I think y'all covered it well. All right. See, that's the benefit, guys. You know people. You know folks that know your opponents well. That's what, that's what happens. What happens, Chuck? Yeah, that's right. I dug well for this one. So here we go. Uh, Let's get into the pick-ems here. And, guys, I'll be honest. We had so many ranked versus ranked matchups this week. I didn't really uh, dip into Sunbelt games. I just stuck with all ranked versus ranked. So our first game is going to be 
the Penn State Nittany Lions at number uh, Penn State's number ten. So the number ten Penn State Nittany Lions at number five Michigan Wolverines. It is five and zero versus six and zero. Both teams undefeated. Michigan opens. Uh, they're opening early this week with as seven point favorites in this game. Let's start with Chuck. Well, you know. I, I think they're going to play each other hard. I think this is this is going to be a good game to watch. Uh, but I think the Wolverines are going to come out victorious. All right, uh, Adam. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, on the first one. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, I've watched Penn State play. They have a really, 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 really good uh, ground game. Um, they they can run the ball really good, and then complement it with a pass every now and then. Um, Indiana gave them a lot of fit. Uh, Michigan gave Michigan a lot of fits last week. If you didn't watch that big noon kickoff, um, I see I see Penn State going in there winning by three. All right. A lot of times, guys, in games like this, this tells you a little bit about me here and what I look at. A lot of times in a game like this, I look at. And I have an advantage here because I have the computer pulled up. I look at yards allowed. Who has the better defense statistically? And, you know, and, and points allowed per game and stuff like that. And and on yards allowed here, Michigan is is averaging, well, Michigan's giving up 100 less yards there. Okay, they're averaging 100 less yards a game they're giving up. I think Michigan's defense is the difference. Um, I think it's a very evenly matched game. I think it's a one-score game, but I think Michigan's defense comes up with a big stop late, and that's the difference in the ball game. So give me Michigan in this game. All right, that's pretty. That's, that's a right. good analysis for sure. All right, so next game we got number eight Oklahoma State at number thirteen TCU. Uh, both teams are five and zero. Oh. Uh, TCU is opening this week as four point favorites. We'll start with Adam. Mm. That's a tough one. That's that's a hard one. Um, you never you never know what the Big Twelve does. Um, one week they're great on offense. <laughs> no, you do like, not. Ah, <laughs> uh, gum. Um, Sonny Dykes. I mean, he they look good against Kansas. Kansas is good. Uh, last week. Um. Oklahoma State, I really didn't catch that much for that game. It was kind of a late game. I'm going to go with TCU. All right. Chuck. I'm going to revert back to my Broadway loving days and go, oh, Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping <laughs> down the plains. I got to give it to Oklahoma State. I mean, I, I, I TCU is tough, but I, Oklahoma State all the way. I don't know. All right. Uh, I don't get much from a defensive analysis here, but looking at total yards production here, TCU has the advantage there. But I'm going with Spencer Sanders and company. I think he's the difference maker here. Quarterback for Oklahoma State. I'm going to give it to to uh, the Cowboys here and say they come out with a uh, Should have been a Cowboy. Did you, not, right. did, you not, did you watch Kansas last week, Lane? I did. Those freaking those those receivers. Uh, we'll see. They're real. Uh, they're good. 
Well, we'll see. All right, so now we got number 15, North Carolina State, at number 18, Syracuse. So uh, NC State's coming into this game at 5-1. and one. Syracuse is 5-0. and oh. um, uh, Let's see, Syracuse opens the week as three-and-a-half-point favorites. And it's at Syracuse. These are all close matchups, guys. Uh, let's start with Chuck. I'm going to go with some vitamin C here and go with the big orange and say Syracuse. All right. Adam? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think the pack, the wolf pack, is going to beat them. Uh, although. Are you saying that just because you're a fellow wolf? No, 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 no. This is this is this is non-biased. Um, I uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Garrett uh, Strader, uh, old old Mississippi State quarterback. He he's a player, but Syracuse seems to lose the big ones and the games that matter the most most every year. I don't know if NC State's a big one though. They're they're they're, they're I, I do I, I think they are. They're ranked number fifteen, Chuck. I'd say they're big. Like this is, I mean, this is a, this okay. is a bigger game. I mean, Syracuse is a it is a basketball school. It's not a football school. Well, <laughs> who watches college basketball? basketball? Eventually, the basketball is going to come out. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. I, so, so I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with NC State on this game. All right. So all the numbers tell you pick Syracuse. However, I look at the actual last five games for each one of these teams here, and NC State, to me, has played a tougher schedule as of late. They found a way to beat Florida State, which was impressive. They barely lost to number five Clemson. They lost by 10 points to them. And then they've handled the rest of their schedule pretty well to this point. Whereas Syracuse has had a couple struggle wins here um, versus Virginia. They barely beat Purdue. Uh, I'm going to say NC State wins this game. I agree. I'm going to go NC State here, but I do think it's a good game. Close. So our next one, and this is probably the one I'm most excited about watching here. Uh, Number three, Alabama at number six, Tennessee. Tennessee looks for real right now, guys. <laughs> they do. In Tennessee and Alabama is opening the week as seven and a half point favorites. We'll start with who we go with last time. Me. Chuck. So all right, we'll go with Chuck first. Chuck Well, in honor of our tech guru Pate, who is the director of volunteer coordinator. I don't really know his like real job title. It changes, but I'm going to go with the Volunteers of Tennessee. I knew I, you were going to pick. I think they're the real deal this year, and uh, uh, they've just. I think it's their turn. I think Alabama has uh, has seen its its uh, undefeated season coming to an end tomorrow. All right, Adam. All right, um. Boys and Smoky Topper are going to be smoking cigars on Saturday. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if Bryce Young's playing or not or Milrose. I don't know. It, I don't think it really matters because Tennessee's offense is going to score points. 
Uh, Booker's really, really good. The run, the run's really good, and it's at Rocky Top. Uh, go with Tennessee. I think this game is going to be just a crazy game. I'm fired up about it. But one thing I've learned in all my life is never bet against Nick Saban. So I'm going to say Alabama. Unless they're playing Auburn. Well, naturally. But I'm going to say, or Clemson. I'm going to go go Alabama in this game. (laughs) I think the atmosphere in Knoxville will be unbelievable. I think the game itself will be a ton of fun. I think Tennessee comes out, and Tennessee probably goes in at the half with the lead. But I just think Alabama finds a way. Is um any word on Bryce Young though on that game? That that's a big difference. I haven't heard I haven't yeah, heard anything yet. I, I don't think I'll be willing to bet they don't announce that till like right before the game. I saw him throw his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean well, we know he's good. we know he can still throw because he threw his helmet. Right, they threw his <laughs> and, uh, and Lane, uh, me and Micah have have that game on TV at the tailgate tent on Saturday at two thirty. If you want to come by, all right, they left. I'll, I'll we'll find my way over there. All uh, right, right there, uh, we'll next there. One. the number sixteen Mississippi State Bulldogs, and the number twenty at the number twenty two Kentucky Wildcats. Adam, you go first. Are we about to upset our good buddy Jordan here with this pick? Uh, Mississippi no. State opens the week at six and a half point favorites, and Mississippi State will win more than that. Uh, they're good. They're, they 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 have a good ball club this year. Um, will Rogers is throwing the ball around. They run the ball. They've run the ball like uh, uh you know Mike Leach. They usually throw the ball. They have run the ball more than than I expected. I see Mississippi State going into uh is it is you said at Kentucky? It's at Kentucky. I see Mississippi State going in and beating Kentucky. All right, Chuck. My heart says Kentucky. Yes, it does. <laughs> because I just can't root for Mississippi State. <laughs> but my head says Mississippi State. So I'm I'm at a loss. Uh, I think I think Adams right. Mississippi State has improved probably. I mean. Greatly, I mean, just there's just now Mike Leach is, you know, what whether he's done, um, him and as painful as this is to say, Lane Kiffin has also done with Ole Miss. I mean, um, they've improved those football we'll teams, that. but yeah. Kentucky's also, Kentucky's also, yeah, man. So I'm I'm about to make my pick here. This is a Southern Miss podcast. We can't have a clean sweep picking <laughs> Mississippi State. Right. Also, I would have said Kentucky in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat after that Ole Miss game, because I think I thought Kentucky played really well that game. I, I thought Kentucky has played really well to this point in the season. However, they played a game last Saturday and they lost to a South Carolina team. Uh-huh. That they shouldn't have lost to. All right, they lost to, and not a bad South Carolina team. They're four and two. They're not terrible, but still, it was a game Kentucky should have won, and they didn't. And for that reason, also, Will Rogers is uh 
he is lighting it up right now this season. He has 22 touchdowns and three interceptions, which they throw the ball a whole, whole bunch. But uh, I'm going to say Mississippi State wins. I'm going to say they win big. Uh, I I just I think Kentucky. Uh, I think Kentucky's still on a hangover from that Ole Miss game. To be honest with you. So, all right, and our last matchup, we have number seven USC at number twenty Utah. Mm, all right, Chuck. USC Trojans. Yes. Uh, it should be noted here, Utah is opening the week as three and a half point favorites. Is it at Utah? Yep. It is at Utah. It is. Well, then I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Utah. The Utah. <laughs> the Utah. <laughs> All right, Adam. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. That's a tough one. You picked the you picked the hardest one for last. Um. That, that that's like that's yeah. like Pac twelve after midnight. Like people don't watch the Pac twelve here. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I do because I'm I watch football all the time. But anyway, um, ah man, Utah did not. I don't know. They, they've improved significantly since Florida since the Florida game. Um, they they had some good wins, but I think I'm going to give the nod to. USC. I mean, they've they've looked pretty dang good. So USC, be close though. I bet. I'll be I bet honest, it, guys. I I just think. Go here. Sorry. I, I I mean I I like I said I think it'll be close. But Caleb Thompson, um, he'll he'll come through with with his legs and arm. Um, I bet it'll be uh, less than a touchdown win. Yeah. I'm going to go USC here. Uh, hard to pick against. Um, hard to pick against their coach. Hard to pick against their quarterback. They got a really good young quarterback, and Caleb Williams has been playing there this season. He's got over 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception on the season. Um, we all know their coach. Everybody knows the coach. Remember, uh, Oklahoma's coach went over there, so. Um, we know they know how to win. They're undefeated this season. Uh, and Utah, in their only ranked game this season, they lost last week to UCLA. So I'm going to go USC in this one. Uh, and I think they I think they handle Utah pretty well. I don't think it's that close of a game, to be honest with you. So that's that's it for the Pickums. And, and as far as me, I totally put Caleb, that quarterback name, Caleb Williams, not Caleb Thompson. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I, yeah, I could, I couldn't remember it. Same thing. It's, it's they're in California. It's after midnight, man. You were, you were half asleep when you watched it. It was after midnight. I know. Fact it's an easy mistake to make after midnight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's it for the Pickums, guys. And that's it for the show. Um, so, remember, if you want to be on the show, any. Hit us up on social media, or I don't know. I don't. Pate, can people email us? I don't know. I don't even know. They if Pate, can. Yeah. Everyday Eagles podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Send us an email at Everyday Eagles podcast, or send Fa- us a Facebook message. On, message. Yeah. yeah, on Facebook or something. If you want to be one of the guests on the show, we'd love to hear from you and have you on. Tweet us. That's right. 
Give us a tweet, any of that stuff. I got a koozie. Uh, I got a koozie. There you go. There you go. He does have an Everyday Eagles podcast koozie. So, um, yeah. So, as always, if you guys want to be on, just hit us up and let us know. Uh, I will say this. Be looking in the next week or two, Chuck. I'm going to spill the beans on Halloween episode, okay? Yeah. We have a Halloween special, a spooky, spectacular special, a spooktacular, if you will, uh, coming out that you're not going to want to miss. So it will be. And I'm going to tell y'all, I I love Halloween. It's probably, it's my second favorite holiday right behind Christmas. But Lane Brady has been blowing up our phones about this Halloween special for about a week now. So y'all, like we've got some fun stuff planned. Um, I'm doing my research. Yes, yes, Lane, Lane, we are excited. There may or may not be a game involved between all the, Members. The founding fathers, yes, the founding fathers, <laughs> and then the newbie. Uh, yeah. There might be a, a game happening there with Halloween, so you want to, yeah. you, you'll want to tune in. We're I'm gonna have some fun, uh, some twists and turns to it a little bit. It'll be a good night, so you don't want to miss that episode. Adam, we loved having you on the show, man. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. No, I enjoyed it. It was great. It yeah, was a lot of fun talking with y'all. Thanks, come, come back anytime, man. Absolutely, uh, for sure. It was fun. A uh, little, about two two more things real quick before we go uh, off the air. But, uh, you know, uh, Lane just mentioned the Halloween episode we got coming up. Uh, we also have a very special uh, episode coming up in the next couple of weeks. Maybe, I haven't talked to Pay, but we may shoot for around Thanksgiving. Um, it's called a, a Southern Miss Story. We kind of want to do these two. Not just talk about, you know, stuff on the field and around the field, but how stuff, how the athletes and how Southern Miss members and alumni are affecting the community and their stories. And um, so we're very, very excited about our first episode of Southern Miss Stories. So that'll be coming out very soon. So be be prepared for it because it's kind of a tearjerker. I'm not going to lie. Um, second thing, last thing, Lane said, if you ever want to come on the show, hit us up. Um, go listen to Troy Boys. Um, they're a great group of guys that love college football. They love Troy football, so be prepared for that. And um, we are true to our word. No. We are going to play. No. We do not own the rights to this song. I don't want the rights to this song. We don't song. want I, the rights to this song. Right. You can keep them, Lane, Troy. What, I don't what, even what know who it's by. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Look, Chuck, made a, Chuck made a bet <laughs> with Troy. They were going to play a Southern Miss song if we beat them. And, and we have to play this rebuild the wall or something. It's some Troy thing they used. I don't know. I will, something they I used will in know a this song. And I will hate it because we were 0-4 against them when I played. So I'm going to cringe yeah. when I hear yeah. this, by the way. Apparently yeah. apparently somebody tore down a wall or somebody wrote this for Trump's campaign and he didn't take it, so Troy adopted it. I don't know the real reason. Uh, but uh, so... Pate is going to play it at the end of this episode. Y'all give it a listen or don't. As always, um, thanks, Pate. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, thank you, Pate, for making us sound and look good. And as always, Southern Miss, to the to top. The
so much for listening to this episode of the everyday eagles podcast for southern miss fans by southern miss fans for more great content and to stay up to date visit everydayeaglespodcast.com and follow us on facebook and twitter at everyday eagles podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the everyday eagles podcast Touchdown!